Welcome to this month's installment of Brass Chats, brought to you by Monster Oil. What is this? 21 year? All right, hi everybody. Welcome to Brass Chats once again. Today we are sitting down with trumpet legend, international uh, man of action, Arturo Sandoval. Thank you very much for being with us today. Yeah, I'm great. Wonderful meeting you. Yeah. So do you still get nervous for the kind of show that you're playing today? Or is it just another day at the office? It's not like this. In the music, especially with the trumpet, you never know. Trumpet is unpredictable, you know, and then uh, you cannot take anything for granted, you know. You have to, you're gonna be a good, as good as you are today. <laughs> sure. Nobody cares what you did yesterday. Nobody pay attention to that because that's history and they weren't there. They want to hear you today and then of course you always have some kind of pressure, you know, especially when you know the people are expecting something. <laughs> if you don't get that something, you know you're going to be in trouble. Dizzy Gillespie, he was a huge influence and mentor for you. Uh, tell us a Dizzy story that people might not have heard before. If you have, I'm sure there are plenty. I'm sure there are plenty that are not safe for the camera. But. Oh man, that was one I really always remember. Was that was very funny. He he used to put the click on the bell, you know, the microphone, mm -hmm. and we were playing in London in a big theater, and uh, he took the mic out of his trumpet and clip over here his pocket. And then he ran to the toilet. <laughs> in the middle of the gig, you know. And everybody in the hall is there. There's got to be a recording of that somewhere. Oh, man, that was something so funny. I will not rest until I find that. Uh, <laughs> we will, we're we're going to have to find that. I don't know that. It's recorded. Or so. I, I don't. I don't think so. But uh, I remember that happened, man. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, that's so he much. He was. He was a funny man, you know. He, he he got a great sense of humor. When we told him what had happened, he said, "Oh yeah." <laughs> he don't care, you know. He was just laughing. Sure. So, what was your biggest and most important musical influence apart from Dizzy? You've spoken a lot in interviews past, and uh, you know there's been the the movie. You have albums dedicated to Dizzy. Aside from Dizzy, what's been uh, who, or who has been your your biggest musical influence? You know, uh, to be honest, I I I love and respect every good musician, everyone, everyone, whoever really have his good career and, and a strong dedication and, and really love the music, I enjoy listening to that because uh, we have to respect what uh, that takes to get to that level, you know. Yeah, in any instrument, doesn't matter, in any instrument. But of course, I have people who really make influence and I really I respect so much like people like Oscar Peterson or Clifford Brown, or Clark Terry, people of them, you know. There's a lot of them. Freddie Howard was incredible, too. Woody Shaw, I like Woody Shaw very much. I like Art Tatum. I like Keith Jarrett. 
Chi Korea. So all around. Oh my goodness, you name it. And also I, I listen a lot to the classicals and I'm a big fan of uh, the impressionist composer, you know, Ravel, Debussy, Debussy Satie, all those great, great composers and I love that kind of music. And one of my favorite composers of all time is uh, Sergei Rachmaninoff. I love all those piano concertos and the, and the orchestra concerto of uh, Rachmaninoff. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there's what so much a, energy. What a wonderful music, man. What a great, great melodies. Because the music is melody, harmony, and rhythm. It's three ingredients. If you got wonderful harmony and wonderful melody, wow. And on top of that, the rhythm is good too. You got it all. You got it all, baby. You got it all. All right, so I could be making this up, but I would say that for most people, playing music probably starts as a hobby or a side project when you're very little. I mean, for me, I started piano lessons when I was six, and it was something extra to do. Uh, and then for professional musicians, there's a point. Uh, maybe it's one point, maybe it's over a span of time, where you decide that this is the direction that your life is going. This is your life's goal. Did you have such a moment? or such a span of time, what, describe how that happened for you. No, I, I didn't have that a specific moment, but uh, when I was a boy, I thought already, I, I knew that I wanted to be a musician. I, I was absolutely sure that that is exactly what I want to do with my life. Nobody in my family understood that in the very beginning because my father was a car mechanic, and nobody in my family was involved with the music at all. And um, when, I, when they saw that my decision was so strong and I want to be a musician no matter what, everybody, everybody was surprised, you know. Everybody was, what's wrong with this boy? What's going on here? And um, later on, of course, when they really find out that my decision was 100% sure, they, of course, I got all the support I could have for a extremely, extremely poor family. I have to quit the school when I was in fifth grade to help my family mm -hmm. start working in some other business, you know, as a helper in a, a machine shop uh, store. So you helped to support them, and they, they yeah. returned the favor later on when music was the direction. Yeah, That's good. Music, it's important. Yeah, music, has, I always say that music saved my life and also helped me a lot to, to support my family as well, you know. Yeah. You've played with a ton of famous people over the years. Who was the most fun to be around? Whether it's on stage or, or hanging out afterwards. Oh, Dizzy. No doubt about Dizzy. <laughs> Good. Dizzy, but his sense of humor, you know. And, uh, he was a very smart man, too. Yeah, you can talk to him about anything, you know. He was a, a guy who really... And, um, and we share a lot of things. He's a cigar, too, you know. <laughs> he likes Cuban food. There's a lot of things, you know, that we, we share beside the music. Let's talk about improvisation a little bit. Uh, this is always an interesting question to ask uh, with, with many jazz musicians, and you always get a different answer. Do you think it's more effective to sit down and study and analyze chord changes when you're learning a tune, or is it better just to listen and learn? Listen. That's what the old timers said. Listen, listen. It's like a, 
language, something you have to put in your blood. It's, 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 a, it's a way of living. It's a way of, you know, it's, it's, it's many things, but the most important thing is improvisation. You have to realize that if you are not improvising, what is, what is funny about it, you know, what is, what is the trick? Yeah. You have to call something else. Demonstration of your studies, <laughs> or whatever, you know. The other thing is improvising. Improvising is inventing things. What my concept is to be able to do it in the more or less easy way or, or the most uh, fluent and or, or organic way is when you have Number one, the musicianship, the musicality, to hear, to hear ideas before you are you start playing. You have to imagine some other melody on top of the original melody. This is this is what improvisation is all about. Came out with a new melody on top of the other one, and a new one, a new one, and a new one. It's a cycle, you know, and. Um, to really let flow your imagination, you cannot be dealing at the same time with lack of command of your instrument, any instrument. When you see people like Charlie Parker, John Coltrane, DC, Art Tatum, Oscar Peterson, you hear no limitation at all. What you hear is people who are doing exactly what they want to do. And the skill they got allow them to do anything they want at any moment without, you know. <clears throat> because when you're trying to improvise, and you, even if you're very musical, you got the idea, and some people in the jazz business are very confused about the word technique. Technique is something we need in any instrument to be able to play well, to play in tune. Technique is not a synonymous of, uh, of speed. Some people believe that technique is, is, you know, the facility or something like uh, your soul virtuoso playing fast and oh no a long tone with a good sound and in a perfect pitch that's a good technique also you know the position of your finger in the piano that's a good technique so many things but all those things help you when you want to improvise to don't even think about what you have to do to do this phrase you do it because it's easy for you and listen to a lot of music listen and listen all the time listen listen and copy people yes yes copy the phrases and learn the phrases yeah learn the learn the language of course later on not necessarily you have to be a copycat of and somebody else because that's boring <laughs> that's course. stupid that sure. that I'm gonna give you a good reputation as much as I love Dizzy, I don't spend all my life trying to 
playing like him. You learn your own language through, that, through what other people That don't make say. sense when you want to sound like somebody else. You know? Sure, no. yeah. Sound. You said before that sound is something that is your foremost priority. It's speaking specifically about technique for trumpet, that's your number one most important thing. What do you do every sound. day is the sound. sound. What you do you see, do every you day me? to work on your sound quality? Long times, you know, you have to cultivate the sound. You have to really must take care of the quality of the sound and listen to every single note and be sure that's the best note you could play. Until you are not positive about it, you have to keep working on it. Until you hear the purity of the sound. Sound which is big, I'm not talking about loud, I'm talking about big sound and um, it, good in tune and you hear all the harmonics and all the things around that a specific note they're there. What have been some of the biggest struggles of your career? You can speak about it in, in terms of, of trumpet technique or in terms of personal struggles or, or having to make it in the business. Anything that's been difficult for you that you've overcome? I know that happened a lot of things to me, but I don't remember. It's good. Positive outlook. I don't remember. Rules overall. And I, and I don't want to remember. Because history, we have no control. That's gone. Whatever we're doing in this moment now, we have certain amount of control. Whatever going to happen tomorrow, we have no control. It's in the hands of God. Sure. Well, here's the monster round. Short answers. One or two words, okay? You Be ready? sure I understand what you said. I will. Don't forget about my English limitation. Your English is perfect. You are unlimited on English just as you are on trumpet. Oh, yeah, All yeah, All right, yeah. here you go. You're right, liar. <laughs> He's a liar. <laughs> All good interviewers are liars. That's what I'm learning. All right, we have the monster round with Arturo Sandoval. Are you ready, sir? Yeah, go ahead. Here it goes. Best conductor you've ever worked with? I never, I don't recall. Least favorite instrument? Least favorite? Least favorite instrument. Oh my goodness. Contrabassoon. All right. If I could give you any car in the world right now, which one would you pick? A car? If I could buy you a car today, which one would you pick? Porsche 911 Turbo. Favorite food? Cuban food. Blondes or brunettes? Either way. Either way. One and two or third valve? Third. Favorite note? G of a second line in the staff. What was your best sport growing up if you played any sports? Baseball. Baseball. I played for years. What position? Third base. Good position. Mountains or beach for vacations? Beach. Cigars or scotch? Cigar. What's your oh. favorite cigar? Fuente. Arturo Fuente. All right. Good, got a hookup. If you could travel back in time to any concert that ever happened, which one would it be? <sighs> any one of those concerts with Dizzy Gillespie. Yeah. How are you? 
How old? How are you? Just how, how you doing? Me? Yeah. Oh, I think I'm doing okay. Good. I'm fine. Excellent. <laughs> Nicest hotel you've ever stayed at? Fairmont here in Boston. Good choice. On a scale of one to ten, how handsome are you? When I was young, I used to be, but not anymore, man. I'm 65 years old. Scale yeah. of one to 10. Uh, I don't know, three. <laughs> High notes or low notes? Pretty notes. Rhythm or intonation? If you had to choose one. Oh my goodness, intonation. Super Bowl or World Cup? World Cup of, of uh, soccer? Soccer. I prefer the soccer because uh, uh, it would be like, no, you're wrong. Uh, American football, and I'm sorry, I don't even understand the game. That's okay. You're, you're not alone there. All right. If you join the circus, what would be your specialty? If I join a circus? If you join the circus, you have trapeze, tightrope, being a clown, lion tamer. I, oh, I would love to be the owner of the circus. The what now? The owner. Okay to get the money. People do the things, I just get the money. I like it, he's a businessman. All right, Maynard or Faddis? Maynard, 100%. What's the highest? Maynard 50. <laughs> definitive. What's your favorite movie? Shawshank Redemption. That's up there for me, it's in my top three. Oh my goodness, I love that movie, man. Good pick. I love. Good pick. There's good music at the end, too. Ah, when he escapes. All the way, all the way the music. All the way the music is beautiful. What's your favorite jazz standard? Body and Soul. What's the best military band in the world? The United States Coast Guard Band or one of the other ones? The United States Coast Guard Band is the greatest band in the history of man and will remain so until the end of time. Favorite cartoon character? Oh. Huckleberry Hunt. Huckleberry How. Good one. Huckleberry Hunt. Name one musician, alive or dead, who you've never collaborated with but you would like to. Alive or dead? Alive or dead. Oh, I, I really would love to play with Oscar Peterson. Man. What's the most amount of cigars you've smoked in one day? Four. Favorite city? The world. Location of your first kiss? Oh, my home village where I grew up. All right, pop quiz. Who has released more albums, you or Herb Alpert? Probably me. Ooh. Incorrect. Herb has 50. I counted 32 on yours. Good one, though. All right. How, how many albums he released? 50, I think I saw. 50? Yeah. Hey, Herb Alpert? That's what, that's what it was. All man. right. Hey, Arturo, it was a pleasure speaking Thank with you, you man. Today. Thank you. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Here's your mic. Let me go for the food, man, <laughs> before, they, before they close the thing. We hope you enjoyed this month's installment of Brass Chats, brought to you by Monster Oil. If you'd like to know when our next video comes out, feel free to subscribe by clicking here, or maybe even here. <laughs>